about his people, are you going to let him die in vain? On your behalf, because he didn't die in vain. Because I'm saved. But are you going to let him die in vain on your behalf? Are you going to let him, let his suffering and his pain be in vain for you? Because the word of God certainly tells us that surely he had borne our grief and carried our sorrows. And by his stripes, we are healed. And I'm not talking about any colds. I'm not talking about any operations either. I'm talking about a sin sickness. Talking about a sin sickness. Amen. And we certainly thank the Lord Jesus Christ for the resurrection. Now the the resurrection is the most important doctrine, saints, of the Christian church. Uh, without the resurrection, they would have no reason for the existence of the church. And denying the resurrection also denies justification. And you've got to be declared righteous. That's what justification is. Before you enter into the kingdom of God. We must remember that the word of God tells us in Romans 4 and 25 say, He who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. And the word of God said, For he had made him to be sent for us, he who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Uh, People today are still saying that the Lord doesn't mean what he says. There's some still saying there shall be no judgment. But I want to put you on notice this morning that the resurrection of Jesus, we will go into the resurrection chapter after a while. The resurrection chapter of the New Testament, we all know, is 1 Corinthians. But we want to look at St. Luke chapter 24, which deals with the resurrection of Jesus Christ, as well as uh, Matthew 28, 1 through 6, Mark 16, 1 through 8, and John 20, 1 through 17. Now, it tells us that now upon the first day of the week, the first day of the week, very early in the morning. Now, you see you have folk have early morning sunrise service. Well, all that's good if you're going to uh, take the resurrection in heart and not just have a formality or something to be doing. You see, 
Now, a lot of folks having uh, they take the resurrection of, of getting organizations and going meeting and all that, but see, if you really have a mind and appreciate the resurrection, you'll give your life to the Lord. So you will come to him as fast as you can get there. Because all of last week, we know, is what is known as Passion Week. That was the week that the Lord Jesus Christ came into Jerusalem and he was taken from courthouse to courtroom and he was whipped, spat upon, had a crown of thorn on his head, it had 72 uh, points of uh, thorns in it. And he did it for us, saints. He was raised for our justification. Now, so now, on the first day of the week, early in the morning, they came into the sepulchre, bringing the spices which they had prepared, and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulchre, and they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? Or him that liveth among the dead. He got up, y'all. He got up. Whether you believe it or not, he got up. Not only did he get up, he got up and went on down and preached. Liberty to the captain. Those that was captive. They went down in the ground. Bought them up. And that same Jesus, when you receive the Holy Ghost, is in you. Uh, Say, so he's not here, but is risen. Remember how he's spoken to you when he was yet in Galilee? Saying the Son of Man must be delivered to the hands of sinful men and be crucified on the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. And it would do us well to remember the same words. And he said, if you tear down this building, he said, all right, raise it up again in three days. And I think a lot of folks today, just like those, those scribes and Pharisees, thought he was talking about that building and it took him 46 years to build. He wasn't talking about that building, he was talking about his body. He said, I will raise it again in three days. And that's what he did. They went down and put sentries in front of the tomb, put a big stone right there to make sure that nobody moved. But they didn't put account, take account of the angels. The angels are mighty. They rolled away the stone. And went in there, went in there, Jesus Christ was way up the road. Way up the road, when the other folk got up there, Mary and him got up there on the on the road to uh, to, uh, to what is I want to say, Gamaliel, whatever they say. Well, they, they, he he was already up the road. He was already up there. Now we got to remember, saints, that Easter itself doesn't do anything unless you are in Jesus Christ. Doesn't mean a thing. People today are still troubled 
And it was in those days. Uh, the first Easter dawned on a world of trouble, I told you before. Uh, I said the rulers then days were more uh, tyrants than ever. Immortality rate was high. People lived to the age, little children, few lived to the age of six. Plagues were unchecked through the population. And taxation was a great burden. Individuals were troubled. People wept and worried. And, and a few of them had any hope. Many were anxious, depressed, and guilt-ridden. Many were worried about finances and concerned about children. They mourned the death of their loved ones and friends. Some were slaves to drugs, alcohol, and crime right today. But we have a hope, people. We have a hope. People still mourn, but not without hope. The Bible says now, Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. Without Jesus Christ, you don't have any hope. You're just existing. You have no hope whatsoever. You have no faith. Faith is something things hope for. The evidence of things not seen. Now, if you had any faith and believed, then you would believe that Jesus Christ is coming back again. And the Word of God declares to us that the same Jesus, whom we have seen go away, shall return in like manner. And I always like to remind you that the only ones that see Jesus Christ leave here were saints. The only ones that are going to see him come back will be saints. Because it said the same Jesus returned in like manner, just like he left. And the word of God also declares now to them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. The reason the scripture says without sin because when he left, he left with the sins of the world upon himself. Well, you made him to be sin for us. So he took on the sins of the world, but when he come back here, he's going to come back here without sin, but strictly to salvation. It's good to be in Jesus Christ, saints. It's good to be in him. Now, folk today just Trouble and worried. I said, with no hope. Look what's going on around the world today. Don't you know over there in, uh, in Baghdad and all those kind of places? They, they, they were places of uh, 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 the scenery in the Old Testament. All those places were the Old Testament. And 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 these things that go on, that's going on now. You got folk getting killed over there. And this country had the audacity to think that they're going to stop something over there. 
you know, a lot of folk, don't, they know that uh, the Israelites and the, and the Arabs are half-brothers, but they don't know there was intermarriage there, too. Because see, when Moses was exiled out of Egypt, he went out there in the plains and he married uh, an Arab woman. See, it, it, they're going to be fighting forever and ever and ever over there until Jesus comes back. Because they're both claiming the same land. And they're not going to give it up. If folk understand, can't understand why they're willing to die. That's why they're going to be, they, 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 you know, I say some trouble, but those folk don't mind dying. See, they, they, they think about dying just like we think about speaking of tongues. Get back with Jesus. See, they call everything a holy war. A holy war. We call it a terrible time for man that's not in Jesus Christ. Now, if we want to look at the importance, truly, of the resurrection, as I said before, let's go over here to Corinthians. First Corinthians, that is. And you've heard me say it before, and before, and I think folk just don't know it. And there are several things here, starting at 15, and verse number 1. Now all of you that, those of you that don't read the Bible or want to check out the Lord's resurrection, turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. This is the chapter of the resurrection in the Bible. They say the coming of the Lord and the first resurrection. Now, first of all, it speaks of the fact of Christ's resurrection. And it reads, moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received and wherein you stand. By which also ye are saved. If you keep in memory what I have preached to you, unless you have believed in vain. Now, those of you that spent around preaching and talking about Jesus Christ and have not been delivered from a condition of sins, you just witnessing out there in vain. The third verse here says, For I delivered to you first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. Now, Paul said that, as I have also received, what have you received? Have you been born again? I'm talking about a divine birth from up there. Everybody's talking about I've been born again. Everybody, as I heard the man say this morning, he was certainly right. He said, all the people that are on television now have a Bible in their hand. Telling folk how to get a wife. How to get rich. How to get a new home. And the churches are loaded. There's nothing said about your soul. They're not 
there anything said about the day that when you leave here, not taking in consideration the word of God says, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul? You can take nothing with you. You brought nothing into the world and it's certain you shall take nothing of it. But there's a time to be born and a time to die. Will you be ready when he comes? Now, the word saying there, and that he was seen of Kephas, then of the twelve, and that he was seen of above five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remained until this present, but some are fallen asleep. After that he was seen of James, then of all the apostles, and last of all, he was seen of me also, as a one born out of due time. You see, the Lord has never left himself without a witness. Even on the cross, repentant thief said, Lord, when you enter your kingdom, please remember me. And ex exercising and recognizing who Jesus was, the Lord said, this day, this day thou shalt be with me in paradise. That's why the word of God also tells us to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord. When you in Jesus Christ, your body is in the ground, but your soul is with Jesus. He said, this day thou shalt be with me in paradise. We have that assurance from the word of God that when we go to sleep, when a child of God is in the coffin down there, his soul, which is the real person, is with Jesus Christ. When you go to the funeral, you hear the man say, from ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Well, there's another part. The soul. Man is body, soul, and spirit. And when man gives up the ghost, that means when he stops breathing, it's a world called dead. The breath of life goes back to Jesus Christ that gave it in the first place. The body goes back to the dust. And the real you, which is your soul, goes back with Jesus or either in hell. Folks don't want to hear hell. But I got news for you. You will lift up your eyes in hell if you have not been born again. Now you can go for all this fancy origin these people got out here and get the biggest house money can buy. But if you haven't been born again, you're going to be in the pit. Don't let anybody fool you people. Don't let anybody here, I don't care what kind of collar you got on, tell you all you got to do is believe in your heart. Lord Jesus Christ said, unless a man been born again of the water and of the spirit, he cannot see nor enter the kingdom of God. I didn't say it, the Lord said it. Third chapter of John, verses 3 through 5. Unless a man or has been born again. He said, truly, truly. Because he said, verily, verily. 
which means to I say unto you, unless a man has been born again. And how in the world could a man be born again the second time? That's what Nicodemus want to know. When he stands from up there, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So can I tell you that, people? But you've got to be born again. Jesus said so. He didn't say confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. He didn't say stand back in the door and get a preacher in your hand on the way out. He said you've got to go down, repent, and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission or forgiveness of your sins. See, you're born a sinner. You're born one. And the Lord Jesus Christ said, if you don't believe that I am he, you shall die in your sins. If you die in your sins, there's only one place for you, and that's hell down. Folks don't want to believe it. They want to depend on the money and the jobs and all their good looks and all that. But I'm going to tell you something, folks. You're born dead dying. You're born dead spiritually, and you're dying physically every day. Amen. See, I, I, I wasn't born uh, uh, five feet ten and a half. I was born in inches. I don't know how many now because it's been a long time ago. But I had hair too. See, y'all don't, y'all don't know, but I had a bush. I had a natural, not a big old bush, but I had a natural, y'all. Yeah, yeah, natural. Yeah. I didn't wear glasses all the time. Amen. But see, I'm dying physically every day. I wasn't as stiff as I am some years ago. I played ball, y'all. I boxed, y'all. But look at me now. I'm dying physically. Every day, but thank God, I'm alive spiritually. I have Jesus Christ down on the inside. No ways in my life. Just waiting for Jesus. Amen. You better come on, go with me to my Father's house. There's plenty of good room in my Father's house. Just make up your mind. But I want to be saved. I want to go with Jesus. I don't want to go into the pit where hell is enlarging itself every day. That's what the Word of God says. Well, how can all these people get down in hell where you're not going to take your bodies to hell? Your soul, your spirit is going to be in hell. And if the Lord made enough room for you to be on earth, he sure got enough room for you down in hell. Now, then he says, yeah, I've heard that. Well, the high, uh, hell must be awful large for all these folks to get down there. Well, you're down here. Same man that made, made this earth, <laughs> created hell. He, the only difference is he didn't create hell for you. He created hell for Satan and his host. But if you don't go with me, 
then you're going to be in the pit. And you're going to let Satan be down there laughing at you. Ha, ha, ha. You didn't have to be down here, but I fooled you. But I thank God he didn't fool me. He had me for a while. But one day I heard the word of God. So you must be born again. Hallelujah. Got out of my seat and came to Jesus just as I was. I was born again, y'all. I went down in Jesus' name, not the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. That's not the name of Jesus. Those are his titles, Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. The Word of God said, God and teach all nations, baptize them in the name, N-A-M-E, no S on it anywhere, of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. The name of Jesus is, name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost is Jesus. Because Jesus is the Father. He is the Son. And he is the Holy Ghost. Somebody took you down the water and said, I baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost and splash you down there. You haven't been baptized because the name of Jesus was not invoked. Now, if that, was, if that was valid, you'd have to go down the water three times. One for the Father, one for the Son, and one for the Holy Ghost. There'd never been three up there. God is spirit. Spirit had no blood to shed for you. So Jesus Christ, being God, manifested himself about it. Came on down here and hung on the cross. Because the word of God said about the shedding of blood. There is no remission of sin. And God, being a spirit, had no blood to shed for you. <coughs> Folks better get this thing straight if you want to go back with Jesus. They better stop praying, church. Get right with the Lord and do it now. The only hope we have is in Christ Jesus. Time is winding up. Be ready when it comes. You don't have to go to hell. You can wind up in paradise. Get out of self. Don't think you're the most to say the least. I don't need anything or anybody but myself. Oh, but when Satan puts you on a bed of affliction, Lord, help. I've never heard anybody yet say, help me, Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And they always say, help me, Jesus. i never heard anybody yet say, help me, Satan. Help me, Lord. That's why the Lord said, I will laugh at you. In your days of calamity. The name of the Lord. Is a strong tower. And the righteous. Not everybody. But the righteous run into it. And is safe. You need to get in the word of God. And find out where your hope is. Then he says. He said. For I am the least. Verse 9. Of the apostles that I. Not need to be called an apostle because I persecute the church of God. By the grace of God, I am what I am. And I can relate to that because I am today what and who I am because of I am. I am as God, the Spirit, who is Jesus Christ, God-man. I am who I am. I have always been this way. I have not always loved another man. 
I love a man and I'm not homosexual either. And his name is Jesus. Amen. All these folk around here in this whole country, this whole world, has gone on with this homosexual stuff. And the Lord Jesus Christ called an abomination to him. Destroyed the whole two cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. And, and, and when he built the ark, he had Noah to take in two animals of each kind. It was male and female. And told them to go out and replenish the earth. Now you give me Peter and Peter and James can go out here and, and replenish the earth. Then I might go along with it. Adam and Steve. Adam and Edward. Can they replenish? Can Eve and Evelyn, Eve and Alma, can they replenish anything? No. In this world has gone stock raving mad. And the word of God declares in the last days, this would happen. Now read Romans if you don't believe me. Read it for yourself is in there. Satan is another one of his programs to have souls lost. You don't have to be one. You just support it. Watch television when these folks have their, 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 their uh, 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 protests. See how many folks be heterosexuals out there clapping today. The Lord loves everybody. The Lord loves us. And the Lord said, no, I made man in my own image. The law wasn't a city. That's what we used to call them when I was coming up. We call them cities and, and, and dikes. That's right. See, this is nothing new, but see, as they so-called say, they kept them in the closet. They should have kept them somewhere. Because they're ruining everything down here. And folk are falling into that trap. Starting with children. And they don't even know what it is. Satan is busier now than ever before because time is winding up. There's a reason for his purpose. There's a reason why Satan is doing what he's doing. All of this is coming from Satan. This is not coming from the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ expects goodness and righteousness and holiness from man. Not filth. Not dead. No one in the muck in the mile. Think about it, saints. Now, he said, For by the grace of God I am what I am, and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than all. Yet not I, but the grace of God was with me. Therefore, with a it were I or they. So we preach. And so you believe. Now, that was the fact of his resurrection. Now let's look at the importance of Christ's resurrection. Verse 12 said, Now, if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? That was saying back in the Corinthians church back then. And folk are still saying it now by the lies of the Lord. Get up and testify in the churches, doing anything, going anywhere, dressing in a way, acting in a way. But they say that they are in the church of God. They're not in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. How some among you say that there is no re resurrection of the dead? That's what you're saying. 
But if there be no resurrection, now this is important to the resurrection, of the dead, then is Christ not risen? If Christ be not risen, then is our preaching in vain? And your faith is what? Also vain. Yes, and you are found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ whom he raised uh, not up, if so be that the dead rise not. For if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised? And if Christ be not raised, listen, your faith is vain. Yet, ye are yet in your sins. If the Lord hadn't got up, that's why I said important to the Lord Jesus Christ that he was, risen, he was resurrection for our sins. If Christ had not got up, we'd be still in our sins. We'd still be in our sins. But he says these words. Then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. If it, listen now, listen. These people that say they love the Lord and saved and things, this is what the word of God says. If in this life only, while we're down here, we have hope in Christ, we are all of men, of all men, most miserable. If we, we, we that say we're in Jesus Christ, if you don't believe in the resurrection, then we're of all men on earth, we're the worst ones, the most miserable people on earth. Now the order of the resurrection is this, but now if Christ risen from the dead, and became the first fruit of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Yeah. See, Adam put you in death by disobeying God. Because yeah. the Lord Jesus Christ said, The day that I eat of the tree of good and evil, thou shalt surely die. And your descendants. So, they transpassed and, and disobeyed God. So they died. And every man after Adam and every woman is born in a state or condition of sin. Sins are the acts that you commit from the state that you're in. You can't help but sin. You can't help but have crime out there because you're born in it. That's your condition. Just like a wild animal that's out there, his nature is to hunt and to kill. Your nature is to sin. That's your nature. You can't help yourself. That's why the Lord said, you got to be born again. you got to take off that nature. Folks don't realize who they are and what they are. You're just as dead as you can be. You're spiritually dead. Unless you're born again, you're going into the pit. But glory be to God. He hung on the cross. Suffered, bled, and died. Gave up the ghost. Praise our God. And went down and preached to the captive. Got up. And allowed me to walk in the newness of life. Because I went down in the name of Jesus. See, when you go down in the name of Jesus, you, and, and you go down there, you, you, you die at that moment. Because the moment you go down in that water with your head covered up, you stop breathing. You stop breathing when you go down in that water. You don't go down in that water. None of that. When we take you down that water, that's why the importance of being dead in Christ, see, when you sprayed or sprinkle, nothing happens. But you got to die in Christ. See, you got to go down in the water with your head covered up, and you will stop breathing, and then you'll come up walking in the newness of life. A new creature in Christ. And the Word of God says, any man, or woman, if you please, 
Being Christ Jesus, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Amen. All of those old nasty habits, all those things that made you think you were the most, to say the least, has passed on by. You find out the Lord Jesus Christ at that moment in time have taken you from under the power of Satan unto the power of God. Amen. He allowed you to pass from death into life. Brought you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Not just marvelous light, his. He that said, I am the light of the world. Enter Jesus Christ. So we sing the song, Lord, I just want to thank you. Lord, I just want to thank you. When folk receive the Holy Ghost, they say, Lord, I thank you. Because at that moment in time, your soul has been delivered from hell. That soul recognized the fact that there, there is no more death for them. So they again say, Lord, I thank you. They don't say, Lord, Father, Son, the Holy Ghost, I thank you. They say, Lord, I thank you. Your soul said. Nobody's telling you to say it. You automatically say, Lord, I thank you. That soul know who Jesus is. When they stoned Stephen to death, and he said he was filled with the Holy Ghost, then he looked up in heaven and saw heaven open up and saw Jesus Christ standing on the right hand of God. See, there's two of them. No, no, the right hand of God means there's power. The right hand of God denotes power that Jesus had. So, what did he do? He cried out to God. Is that what he said? Saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. He named his God. Calling out to God. Saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. The Lord God Almighty, in the Old Testament, I told you the other night, identified himself. When they say, they shall see me, whom they have pierced in the side. And then, praise our God in the New Testament book, and then he, and he's hanging on the cross, and the, and, and the soldier pierced him in the side, and blood and water came out. Jesus Christ was talking about himself in the Old Testament, right over in the New. He said, they shall see me, whom they have pierced in the side. And out came blood and water, the blood for our redemption, water for our baptism. Lord, I want to thank you. Thank you for knowing who Jesus is. Everybody don't know who Jesus is. Everybody don't care who Jesus is until they lift up their eyes in hell and then they begin to think of who Jesus was. Lord, I wish, I wish, I wish I had. But there is no salvation on the other side of the cross. Either you do or you don't, either you will or you won't. Either you come to the Lord Jesus Christ now or you'll pay the price later. The choice is yours. Can't nobody make you come to the Lord. But I tell you who's keeping you from coming to the Lord, that's that enemy, that's Satan. That's that carnal man, man of you that don't want to. The Lord said, I would all men be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Now, if you don't want to come to the Lord, that's Satan. Who do you think wants you dead? Satan. The Lord died that you might live. Not that you might die. 
but that you might live. He suffered, bled, and died that you might live. So now we have the precious name of Jesus Christ, and the word of God lets us know that we can get rid of these sins, because the word of God said, the song said what? There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins. Emmanuel is interpreted God with us. Sinners, beneath, lose. What can wash away my sin? What can make me whole or complete again? Now how in the world do you get down in the blood of Jesus Christ in 2004? You go down to his name because the name represents the blood. And I'm so glad I know that this morning. I'm glad he got up. That I can be justified. I can be declared righteous. That I have position before God. I have prospect with God. I'm so glad about it. You don't know how glad I am. You don't know how glad I am. When I look at the multitudes of people out there that just think they're born again. That's a, that's a common thing now. I'm saved. I'm in the church. Hallelujah to God. And got, got a cigar ten inches long. But the word of God tells us that the spirit of God do not dwell in an unclean temple. They're picking on folks coming they smoking. Well, have you ever thought about when you first started smoking? What happened? You start coughing and rejecting. <laughs> the body letting you know that you wasn't supposed to be smoking either. But you forced death upon yourself. You kept on smoking. I tell you what you do if you don't believe me. You stop smoking for a week. Then you pick up a cigarette again, you get just as dizzy. You did it and you started coughing. See, people in the world now tell people to stop smoking, make you go outside and all that. See, but holiness folk have known that for years. There ain't nothing new to holiness folk that you're not supposed to smoke. Then it raised cancer and all this other stuff. Holiness folk have been smoking for years. So, the, see, the other folk just catching up with holiness. Holiness is a way of life and living. I remember years ago, I used to say, them motherfuckers they don't smoke, they don't drink, they don't do nothing. I said, they're not even living. And I always remember, you know, uh, uh, the, 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 the guy that told St. Peter at the Golden Gate that he didn't want to make him wait, but he just had to have another cigarette. But I was one of them. I had to have my Philip Morris years and years ago. And I mean, I smoked Philip Morris when it was in a brown pack. And I mean, that goes back 40 years or more. Long that. Then I got cool and I got me some, uh, what do you call them things? Uh, filters, filters, filters. So, but I, 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 it ain't bothered me now. I smoke because you get more cancer from them filters than you ever did from the natural cigarettes. Now, as an army, every t- all it did was give you a cigarette. If you got a cold, everybody hand you a cigarette. It was a thing to have a cigarette. You watch some of them old films, these soldiers get shot, they give them death. <laughs> they die and they give them more death. Give another cigarette. A little stress, what do they do? Give them a cigarette. And when you can't get it, you got more stress. That's the wisdom of man. But when the Lord got up, he gave me freedom from that. Now, let me go on over, skip a little bit of this. But then, you got the uh, you had the order of the resurrection 
And then you got the method of, method of the resurrection. Let's look at the order of the resurrection. It's verse number 20. But now is Christ risen from the dead and became the first fruits of them that slept? But since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even Christ also be made alive. For every man in his own order. Christ the first fruits, afterwards they that are Christ at his coming. First the Lord and then us. That are Christ at his coming. We're going to get up. Then comes the end when he shall have delivered up the kingdom of God. Even the Father. I told you who God is. See, folk get this father thing mixed up. God is the father. And Jesus Christ is God, but he's God-man. He's God-man. He's always been God. I think Mother John was reading a Sunday school book or a book or something other day, and they was talking about saying God, Jesus Christ and God is one. And they come right back and dispute themselves. You can't get around the fact that Jesus Christ is God. They said in the book that she was reading, I don't know if it was a book or Bible or Amplified or something, it said Jesus Christ is God. Then come right back and say that Jesus, Jesus, what did you say, Yeah, but what else did say after that? Yeah, they said Jesus was and is God. Certainly we know that. That's why we cry to him. You, thanks, you don't know how happy I am to know who Jesus is. I was in darkness. Complete darkness, thinking I was the most to say the least. Didn't need it. Had a good job. There's my car, my apartment, my clothes. Oh, I thought I was the most. All the time, on my way to the pit. You ought to be able to understand why you should be so happy. Those of you that say, why you start shouting for joy. When you think about the goodness of Jesus, and the song said, look where he's bought me from. Bought me from a long way off. Bought me from sin and shame. Bought me out of darkness. To his marvelous land. Look where he's bought me from. Look what he's done. He made something out of nothing. Look at me. You want to see a miracle? Look at me. If you were born again and want to see a miracle, go home and look in the mirror. You don't have to go to the church and give somebody... $20 to get a miracle. Just go home and look at yourself in the mirror. You're a new creature in Jesus Christ. That's why we tell you to stay there. Stay there till he comes in. Till you speak in tongues as the Spirit of God give us. Folks don't want to taste it. That's demonistic. That Satan is telling you it's demonistic. Jesus Christ says it's right. If you want to go back with me, this is what you do. He didn't keep it a secret. This is what you do. If you want to go back with me, if you want to belong with me, he says, separate yourself. Be separate from the world. And I'll be a father to you. As long as you hang out there with the world, you're hanging out with death. And any time, any time, Something can happen to you. You know, that's why a man walk around in fear of death, but he don't know when, when something's going to happen to him. But he know he's going to die. 
But the dead know it not what the living does. But you that's still walking around here know you're going to die. It's just a matter of when. So you ought to have sense enough to be afraid. Because you can get out of death. I told you before, the Lord is taking the victory from the grave. Did y'all sing a song this morning, Death Had No More uh, uh, Power Over Me or something? What did y'all sing? Death can't keep your body down? No, it can't. Not if you're in Jesus Christ. Let me go on a little bit further here. Now, for the word of God, 24 verse says, Then cometh the end, when he shall have delivered up the kingdom of God, even the Father, and when he shall have put down all rule and authority and power. For he must reign till he have put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is what? That's the enemy of God. That's your enemy, death. That's your enemy, death. But death had no more dominion over you when you're in Jesus Christ. He's defeated death on your behalf. He has defeated death. Death had no more dominion over a child of God. You shouldn't fear death. You know, what it is that you fear, then is you don't want to leave your loved one. But you should not fear going back with Jesus. You know you're going to leave your hell. It's just a matter of time. And if you think time is not moving swiftly, just keep your eye on a child. I was looking back there, we was talking about this morning, Mother John was telling me the other day that, that Joy is going to graduate, Karen going to graduate, and who else? Jackie going to graduate, and, and, and Lewis will graduate, but all those other people born right here in the church, even babies. That's how swift the time has gone by. They tell me to graduate from high school. And I remember when they were crawling underneath the seats. Now, if you don't think time is going by, and that was 18 years ago. Think about it. How many of us in here got 18 more years ago? You may have more than that, but you don't know. Some of you that's only 18 may not have another 18 hours. You go out there and one of them, one of them cars come through the red light, stop sign, when I'm drunk, scoff on the curb, somebody shoots you in the head. You keep talking about, I got plenty of time to come to the Lord. That's what you think. That's what Satan is telling you. He said, the day that you hear my voice, the heart not your heart. I am. Not only did he get up in the dead, but for those, those of us that, that are dead, what did he say? Did he tell other, I am the resurrection. If you want to be resurrected this morning from the dead, come to the resurrector. I am the resurrection. I know my brother will come alive again in the resurrection. Jesus Christ said, I am the resurrection. Amen. You want to be born again? Come on to him that has life. I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. He came for that reason. He came that you might live. The Lord didn't die for you to go into the grave because you're already dead. But he came that you might have a spiritual life, that you may reign with him. And if I was you, as the song said this morning, I wouldn't let his death be in vain on your behalf. It's not in vain because there's a whole lot of saved folk in here this morning. 
But I wouldn't let it be in vain on your behalf. I would come to the Lord just as fast as I can get there. Brother John, sing a song for me this morning. I heard it. Sing that, sing that song. Now y'all listen to the word. Listen to the words here. And if I were you, I'd be coming out after the Lord right now. Come on, sing that for me. Come on, come on to the Lord right now. Come on, come on to the Lord right now. You ought to be coming. The day that you hear my voice, the heart not your heart. Come tonight. Yes! He said, Sam. 